Hey, this is Sherry Harmel. And before we get into the show, I want to invite you to join the VIP waitlist for my new book, Designing Your Fabulous Next Chapter. Just like the show, this workbook and journal will help you overcome the challenges on your journey to finding your joie de vivre. Go to www.extraordinarywomenmagazine.com to sign up now. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm sitting in Paris and I'm bored. I know you can't believe it, but sometimes we get bored when our lives, no matter how much we love what we're doing, are still boring to us. Boredom, though, arrives with lessons and needed exploration, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We need to listen to what's going on and ask, why am I feeling this way? Hello, everyone. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the Extraordinary Women Show. This is the place to go for guidance on designing your own fabulous next chapter. Well, I've been in France since the end of August, and it's been hot. I mean, super hot. Right now, it's gorgeous out there. But, oh, my Lord, it was something else. I also got COVID, (laughs) which is absolutely crazy. But all is good now. And suddenly, though, I have to share, the other day, I realized I'm bored. Now, I'm not the only one. A good friend who lives in both Boston and also has a Paris apartment announced to me the week before she left early to return to Boston that she, too, was feeling bored. So maybe boredom's in the air. But when boredom arrives, I want us all to ask ourselves, what is going on? Well, if you're like me, when boredom hits, you probably counter it by doing more, you know, putting more activities on your calendar. We can become almost manic about doing more and more as we try to find that spark of passion or energy that gets us out of feeling boredom. What did I do? I went to several museums. I went to the Picasso Stein exhibit at the Luxembourg Museum. Total disappointment. I went to the Ron Munch, I think I'm pronouncing that hopefully correctly, sculpture exhibit at the Fondation Cartier with a good friend. And that exhibit was incredible. It took me really out of my head in many ways and into a whole new way of looking at things and thinking about things. It's over on my Instagram post, so check it out if you're interested. But I I also, you know, started scheduling things. I went to the Creon, which is a fabulous hotel, for drinks and dinner with my good friend, Poopy Cadol. I signed up with three friends to attend the American Club of Paris's 75th anniversary. <clears throat> which is at the Cirque de, you, you, I'm going to massacre this, Cirque de Union Interali, which is probably, I would say, one of the most beautiful private clubs in the world. It has an incredible history spanning way back, as you can imagine. It's kind of the union of the, of the allies, if you want to call it that. Um, so that gives you a little bit of idea maybe where that club's founding occurred. This boredom isn't about the people that I'm spending time with. It's about 
life. And, and maybe you can, hopefully you can relate to this. So after filling up the calendar, you know, and running off and doing this and that and having as many dinners planned as possible and as many lunches and museums, et cetera, et cetera, and realizing that I'm still bored, it made me question, what is it about boredom that should make us stop and pay attention? rather than putting more things on our calendar. First, accept the feeling. Boredom is a word that has many negative connotations, and most of them have that dreaded should attached to it. You know, if you're bored, you should realize it's your own fault. You know, our parents probably told us that when we were children, or we told our own children that. If you're bored, you should get busy. If you're bored, you've made the wrong decision and you should have gone a different direction. Only boring people are bored. That's one of my favorites, etc., etc. right? Well, rather than making the feeling of boredom wrong, what if we just accept it? What if we welcome it in and just let ourselves feel bored? When we say, yikes, I'm bored, and accept it, that's when we can really uncover what are the lessons or the wisdom that that feeling of boredom is leading us towards at this point in our lives. So welcome it. Next, take a deep dive into what it is that is making you feel bored. You have to accept the boredom in order to go there. So what happens though is that when, when we're experiencing boredom, we don't even call it boredom, boredom, excuse me. We find that we are distracted with just about everything that is in our present, you know, sphere. We are focusing in instead on something other than what is right in front of us. And in that place, we're really not present to what's going on at the moment in our lives. And when we're distracted, we often get irritated by the day-to-day stuff of living. So instead, we want to work on what it is that we're preoccupied by. Those issues that can be very big, and that's why we're focusing in on those versus where we're at really in our day-to-day life. Because when we're distracted and thinking about, you know, something else, I'll give you some examples in just a minute. We often, you know, are just incredibly irritated <laughs> by the day-to-day stuff of living. We want to work on what we're preoccupied by, right? Yeah. So, Just to give you an example, lots of things have been happening with my home in Boston, but also one of my kids back in the States has been in a crisis mode since the end of June. So what do I do? I'm thinking about the Boston home. I'm thinking about my daughter in Minnesota. I find myself walking down the street in Paris. I I have no idea you know, what's going on in the present, uh, whether I'm, you know, drinking coffee in a cafe or I'm in a bookstore browsing through books, I realize 
that I'm thinking about my daughter's issues. I'm thinking about my apartment in Boston, but I'm here in Paris. My head, though, (laughs) is somewhere in the future, somewhere else. And therefore, boredom with the present has set in. Now, cognitively, I know that even if I was back in the USA, the only thing that would be different is the time zone I'm in. My daughter would still be tackling huge issues in her life and doing so in Minnesota, where I don't live. My Boston home situation would still be up in the air. And until I get an offer, I make a decision. My living situation where, you know, I'm planted in Boston will still be in limbo. Nothing would be different other than the country or the city underneath my feet. Yet my brain thinks if I go back to Boston, suddenly I'll be able to resolve all those issues. And when our brains are preoccupied by something other than the present, it actually revolts against the present by being impatiently bored with the present. So if you feel boredom, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that's occupying your brain space? What is it that's occupying your thoughts? Are you letting yourself get preoccupied by something that you either have no control over, maybe can't do anything about, something that is at so far in the future, it makes absolutely no sense to be thinking about it, working it out in the moment. Now, why do we do that manic scheduling of events and activities when we're bored? Well, our brains crave action. And when you have a problem that you're thinking about, your brain says, pow, let's get moving. Leave where you are and go somewhere else. Load up your calendar with activities. These are all the things that happen. Immediately jump into a new relationship after, you know, a marriage ends as an example. Get that house on the sea and lay on a beach after our long-term careers end. Any of those you think will make you happy and no longer feel bored. You're looking for that hit, that that jazzed feeling. Are you ready to design, create, and live your fabulous next chapter? Continue the conversation with your free subscription to Extraordinary Women magazine. Sign up now at www.extraordinarywomenmagazine.com. You get quarterly issues of our gorgeous, entertaining and educational magazine with articles from women who are experts in travel, fashion, food, lifestyle, business and more. You'll also have opportunities to gain community and share conversations, plus weekly blogs and bonus content sent straight to your inbox. Live your fabulous next chapter. Subscribe for free at www.extraordinarywomenmagazine.com. Now, it, also, I have to say, if you have a, you know, problem solving kind of characteristic, you know, that's your nature. You love to problem solve. That's me, honestly. That's when you go into total problem solving mode and you come up with multiple plans to resolve the issue. You will have, I know I do, lists upon lists. You'll decide who you need to talk to, what you need to research. 
what you need to learn more about, what exactly needs to happen, on and on and on. <clears throat> that is how we often spend all our time in our heads working on problem solving something that we have zero control over. And that behavior takes us completely out of the present. And that's why we're often bored, is we're in that mindset of something else, something else we're working on, something else we're figuring out about, and therefore we're completely bored with what's going on in the present because it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in Paris, you could be in Boston, you could be in St. Louis. It doesn't matter because your head and therefore your whole thought process is somewhere else. So when you're feeling bored, when you have that emotion that hits you and it's pervasive, it's not just a momentary thing, you have to get present to your day-to-day -day life. And that, I think, is the third step really out of boredom. You have to force yourself to turn off the problem, the issues, the unknowns that you are obsessing over and get present focused. When I realized what my boredom was all about, I thought to myself, for God's sake, Sherry, you're in Paris. The Tuileries Jardin is about two blocks from my apartment. So what did I do? In order to get present, I told myself I need to go for a long walk every single day and I will force myself to only think about, only observe, and only comment, you know, as we talk to ourselves when we walk often, on what is happening in the present. In the Tuileries, for example, I suddenly saw the chestnuts dropping from the trees. I saw the gardens, you know, that were pushing for their very last bloom. You know, the bees are all swarming as they are preparing for the coming cold. The different colored leaves that are still on the trees. The preparations for the Olympics that will be here next summer are all around me. It, it like shifted everything. None of those things did I see when I was allowing myself to be somewhere else in the future, so trying to resolve issues that I have no business trying to resolve. I, 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 it's actually not up to me. Walking along Saint-Germain, uh, which is the area I live in, uh, I saw buildings that are now uncovered. They've been covered for the last year, probably, and they're proudly showing off their newly cleaned exteriors with all the details and the carving so clear for us to see. Walking, you know, in the antique and art streets that are very close to me, they're all kind of in this area between Rue de Bac and Rue de Jacob, Jacob, however you want to pronounce it, you know, it, they're one after another. And suddenly I was able to look in the windows of those shops and really pay attention to the interesting and beautiful objects. You know, what I did previously, I walked everywhere. I walk all over the place. I walked through the Tuileries. I walked down Saint-Germain, but I didn't see one single thing because I was up here. It did not matter. If I was in Boston walking, I was in Minneapolis walking, I was in San Francisco walking, or I was in Paris walking because I was somewhere else. It was in my head. And that is, I believe, why I was feeling so bored 
with what was going on in the present. I had to consciously, and that's what I recommend doing, give your problem-solving, loving brain a break. What's so interesting is that when you do that, that's when you can find, as I did, the joy and wonder in my daily life once again. And boredom actually left me. Boredom isn't an emotion that I'm feeling at this point. Let boredom be a catalyst for you taking action is another way for you to, you know, bring, get yourself out of that emotion, I should say. Now, I'm going to explain this because it's a little bit confusing. I have, uh, I'm developing something called my next chapter card sort. Um, it actually will be a part of my new book. It's kind of an interesting way for you to go through the process to figure out what is really important to you. But for now, what I want you to do is think about what are those values? What are those big picture values that are super important to you in your life at this stage? You know, it might be good relationships with your significant other. It might be relationships with family. It might be that you want a you know, beautiful, comfortable, and welcoming home. It might be a supportive community around you or financial security. It might be contributing to some cause that you're passionate about. These are the values, the overarching values of your life at this particular point in this chapter that you are currently in. So I just gave you a few ideas, but come up with at least five of what matters most to you at this stage of your life. Then I want you to go through the process of assessing where you are right now. Take one of those, you know, let's say it's building a community as an example. Take one of those and, and assess. This is where I want to be, but where am I on that scale? You know, am I a one? Am I a two? Am I pretty close to that? And wherever you are on that scale, I want you to think about, you know, what, what's the difference? What are, what's going on? I call it mind the gap in the book, the gap between where you are currently and where you want to be and come up with some you know, small steps as to how you can get to that, that goal that you have or that value that you have in your next chapter. You know, I call it mind the gap in the book, actually, um, where you're really looking at the difference, like here's my values, but here's where I am now. And how am I going to get there? That's minding the gap. For example, uh, one of my values that I have going forward is that I want to get fit. It's all about, you know, taking care of my body. And one of the subcategories is getting fit. You know, it might include, you know, having really good doctors in place. It might include having alternative medicine, um, you know, functional medicine, integrative medicine people. Uh, it might include massages because that's good for our body. But another one of mine is getting fit. And honestly, I'm sick of feeling like a slug. I want to be able to buy the pretty clothes that I see in the shop windows that I look at. And, uh, you know, I can walk a good distance. I know that. 
and I do most days, but I'm really not fit, um, honestly. And, and I see it as a process over the last couple of years. It started with COVID, uh, the inactivity during COVID and um, I think started it. And then I've had two bouts of COVID myself, um, you know, and some other issues that came up and it, it's made me more and more sedentary and I don't like that. So I see here's the goal, here's where I want to be and here's where I am. And there's a pretty good um, gap. Truly pretty good gap. I know I don't have enough muscle to play tennis or squash. I know I would be embarrassed to have anyone see me in a swimsuit. Um, and, and I don't feel fit. And that's what's most important. So I bring this up because boredom lets us focus on something that you really can't do anything about. I did it. I was focusing on my daughter. I was focusing in on my Boston house. Um, nothing, neither of those could I do anything on about, I should say. And so what happened in that process is that I give up everything else. I'm not in the present. So I'm not thinking about, oh, what is important to me? As an example, if I want to be fit and here's where I am, what am I going to do about it? I don't even think about that because I'm thinking about my daughter in Minnesota and what's going on there and, you know, how do I make that all work, et cetera, et cetera. So identifying what it is that you want and identifying where you are currently takes you in the present. It brings you right smack dab in the present and you start to think, what is it that I could be doing today? tomorrow that will take me, you know, a little closer to what it is that I really want to do, what it is that I really want to have in my life. Um, you know, as an example, you know, the walks, uh, being present in the walk, pushing myself a little bit further, you know, all good stuff. You know, again, you're in the present. What I realized when I started doing this, you know, stretching in my apartment, really focusing in on what I'm eating, taking those walks, is I realized that I wasn't feeling bored. Instead, you know, it's like I want to squeeze out every last bit of enjoyment in the beauty of Paris in the fall. Because I've shifted, honestly, my brain from that emotion of boredom, obsessing over, you know, something I can't do anything about, and into action that is within my control, and that feels good. So I've helped the brain because my brain, all of our brains like action, so I've given my brain action, but it's present-focused action versus something in the future that may or may not happen. So the next time, ladies, that you let out that heavy sigh, we all know it, and you say to yourself, I'm bored, I want you to welcome it in and explore what the what is the wisdom that boredom has for you. Because it's there. You're going to figure out, what am I spending my time on? or time in my head. Where is my head? Is it someplace else? 
How do I bring it back to the present? What's important in my life? Now, this is how you get back to the present. What is it that is important to me? What do I want to create in my life? Where am I? And what can I do today to help me to get my thinking, to help me to get my brain into present mindedness? And that, in essence, eliminates boredom. It's very, very interesting. So I want to thank you. Uh, for joining us today, joining me today. Um, and if you like this episode and you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button, click on the notifications because then you'll know when I post a new video. And, um, you know, I just want to say thank you. I'm thrilled that you've joined me and, you know, let's get going, continuing to design each of us our own fabulous next chapters. Take care.